0: You some- Jurassic Park. Now playing the gift of heaven. with Ecto Neutrona Blaster, and Water separately sold separately.
1: From the corner penthouse of Spook Central all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes, have some
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast, episode 168. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. I am here in Atlanta, Georgia with my co-host, Abigail Gardner. What's up, y'all? And uh, did
1: you, <laughs> y'all.
0: What was that? I don't know. It's this like an extra. It's
1: like my extra Southern living. Hey, greeting? you just
0: want to take over the goddamn show. Go yeah, for I do. it. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Jacob Walsh. What's up, man?
2: Why are you exhausted? What have you been doing all day?
1: Yeah, what are you up to?
0: I'm working. I'm doing camera tests. I'm working. You got to work today. I did work today.
1: Hmm.
2: You called. You like butt dialed me at some point today. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah. What was and I, I doing? I sat.
2: I sat. I don't know, but I sat on the phone for like three minutes, and I was just like trying to Greg! catch something. <laughs> no, I was like trying to hear what you're doing. I don't. I don't know. I I just heard a rustle.
0: It sounded like maybe you were jogging. that that was not it you sure it was me (laughs) what if it what if it was me what if you didn't hear a Russell what if you heard me doing an impersonation of the neighbor from Honey I Shrunk the Kids and I was like Russell (laughs) Russell (laughs) are both okay are both of the kids in that movie named Russell like one's Russell and one's Russ
1: is that for real? I think so. I have to look. Hey, it that up.
0: movie's amazing. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, Rick Moranis, I just read that Lady Gaga might be in the uh, Little Shop of Horrors remake.
1: Fuck yes, that sounds so good to me.
0: Here's the thing hey. about remakes—they're all happening. Like, we can't even be upset that they're like, oh, I can't believe they're remaking it. We could just hope that when a movie gets remade, that they do. A okay, job right. Mm-hmm. Listen,
2: little, little shop of horrors is kind of suffering from a little bit of a, a Ghostbusters thing. They've been they have announced a little shop remake like every year for the last like 10 years. They keep
0: talking about it and it keeps not happening. And you really can't be that mad because mm-hmm. little shop of horrors is a remake based yeah. on a play, so it's like whatever they're gonna, yeah, but you know what? The pl-
2: it's Little Shop of Horrors is a movie based on a play, and the play is based on a movie.
1: Oh, wow. Like That's- a mo- –
2: like a, a – you know, there's a very old black and white Little Shop of Horrors. It was a Roger Corman movie. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson is in it for a very short period of time. It's like one of his first films. And then, and then somebody was like, this needs to be a musical.
0: There's a lot of <laughs> – right. There's a lot of – uh there's just a lot of talk about remakes and reboots. Uh, obviously, NBC announced yesterday their streaming service, which is called Peacock. That's really dumb. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, honey, put on Peacock. Put the Peacock on. Uh, but uh, they they announced they're rebooting or or revisiting Saved by the Bell, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. Zach Morris is now the governor of California. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but once you find out that he is, you're gonna find out that he isn't because he like pulled a scam to become governor.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a it, the whole the show's actually about Jesse
1: Spano's the real governor, or she's gonna run against. Him. It's
0: voter fraud. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, but yeah, they're they're bringing back Say by the Bell. They're bringing back Punky Brewster, and they they want to reboot or sequelize The Office as well. So Ooh. everything's everything's okay. getting remade, and then that led to uh, I guess. Somebody in an interview said that they're trying to remake Princess Bride and the internet lost their mind because I guess I didn't realize how – like people – I don't really care about the movie. Like it's fine, but I didn't really grow up with it. But people – I've read today the quote like Carrie Ells said it's a perfect movie. and doesn't need to be – all these – I don't know. Like who –
1: I kind of don't care. Like remake I or, grew cares? up with it. I liked it uh, a lot when I was little and I think it still holds up. It's not like something I revisit that much as an adult now. Um, I don't think it's perfect, but I don't really know if it needs a remake. I feel like it's one of those that if you wanted to watch it, you could just go watch the original and it would probably be better than something they could redo.
2: Well, I, f- I feel like that about most, re- like, I-, I feel like most remakes, the originals better anyway, but also like just what you were saying, Craig, um, I feel like I only care about remakes or not wanting a remake when it's a movie that's like personal to me, which, you know, that's kind of a – it's hard uh, – <laughs> You know, that's like a one sided way of looking at it because it's like, yeah, of course, you don't want a remake of that movie because that's your favorite movie. But well, this movie you don't quite care about. So you're like, yeah, let's do it. So I'm just
0: worried, like if they stop doing remakes and reboots, that they're going to start having like original movies. I don't want that shit. I don't want that. I need some I nostalgia.
2: <laughs> um, you know, I saw an article and it like it faked me out because there was an article that said uh, the headline was like. Seinfeld coming to Netflix 2020,
0: yeah. And
2: I was like, "Oh my God, there's a new Seinfeld." I was like, "They're going to get together and do a new Seinfeld series." But then I realized it just meant that the ser- the original series, is getting put on Netflix next right. year, yeah.
0: which I'm actually excited about because I'm sick of these Hulu ads. Yeah, me too. Me I don't too. know Fucking one person. Ads. Does one. Who has Hulu Premium? I need that account. Mm-hmm. I need, I like that. I was, I need
1: my friend whose account I'm borrowing to upgrade.
0: Yeah, there Is should, it mine?
1: No, it's my friend Michelle <laughs> in Hawaii. Oh, okay. Th- there should
0: be an <laughs> option on these services to, up, it should be like, are you sure you want to upgrade your friend's account? Like, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> because <laughs> I like,
1: as a gift to them. I anyway. like how
0: also I'll, I have paid for cable and like 10 streaming services, but I just refuse to give Hulu three more dollars mm-hmm. to duck it out.
1: Well, dude, uh, the fact that Seinfeld's coming to Netflix is very exciting. It's good. Yeah.
0: Um, So cool. Lots of sequels, lots of reboots. We got a lot to go over. I'm excited. I think uh, buying some toys, been thinking about Halloween Horror Nights. Mm -hmm. Got a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Feel overwhelmed, I think.
1: Yeah. The fact that Halloween's coming up and I've been wanting to decorate, but it's been like a thousand degrees outside, so I can't like... Get, you can't get up the to go out and, and actually get decorations.
0: Uh, they should close. I, I want to Walter Peck all the spirit Halloween stores. Just go try to close them down. Like, sorry, guys, it's too hot.
2: Apparently that's happened in Valdosta because we, for some reason, don't have a spirit store this year. Oh, but man. you do have a party city.
0: Probably. <laughs>
1: that is that as good, though?
0: No, no, I don't think no. we do. <laughs> you, know, you have party town? No. Like a
1: family party? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nope. Oh
1: man. Uh, well, you'll have to come up here and shop with us.
0: Yeah. Hey, listen, um, we're running a contest. It was kind of an impromptu thing. I think Ryan Dole had the idea. I don't know, but it's kind of fun. So we're doing a contest on uh Instagram and Facebook, and it's open to everybody. It's the guess the title of Ghostbusters 2020 contest. You can win. A yes, have some Ghostbusters prize pack.
1: If you guess the correct answer.
0: Well, this is what it is. You have to guess the title okay. of the new movie, and then you're going to send your submission to askyhspodcast at gmail.com. So, A-S-K-Y-H-S-podcast at gmail.com. And we're going to pick two winners. What do you got, snack? Yeah good
1: yeah okay I've been up since like 8 a.m I've been busy today I made a video you did took care of a cat did yoga
0: send your submission to ask at gmail.com we're gonna have two winners we're gonna have one for if anybody gets the right answer and then for the most creative we'll we'll, we'll do a little vote um and it it listen there's only so many options mm-hmm. in the event that there is a tie we will take the people who got it right and we will randomly draw from that mm-hmm. name. Now, uh, we've had a lot of submissions. I took a cursory re- uh, cursory view. Mm-hmm. There's some good ones. <laughs> There's some not great <laughs> ones. Okay, I I I, I don't want to give any of them away. I just want people to start maybe think outside of the box a little bit more. And also, uh, Ghostbusters Three, Ghostbusters Twenty Twenty, and Rust City are not eligible.
1: Yeah to try harder.
0: Uh, somebody did email us and, get, and said, "Actually, the movie's already titled Ghostbusters 2020, and uh, it's not, mm. and that's okay." But uh, like that's. I wonder a- how many how many different
2: versions of who you going to call or answer the you know answer the call type something about calling or call picking waiting. up the pick up the call. I wonder how many of those we're going to pick get. up
0: the call. Uh, mm. Uh, one call, call that's waiting. all. Mm-hmm. What yeah, if it was just, uh, mm-hmm. remember those old adult uh, call lines? It'd be like, Ghostbusters,
1: pick up the phone.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there <laughs> it Isn't is. Isn't that how it is? That's what it was. That's exactly that's what exactly I was thinking. exactly what it was. What if it was called? Call Quest. <laughs> 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 when
1: I'm hanging out in my house late at night in my best clothes, I like to call Quest.
0: <laughs> I get dressed. I put I like on my Makeup,
1: nice- and then I call
0: something. And then I call Quest. <laughs> quest is the quest love the new secretary for the ghostbusters
1: i'd call quest love
0: um so listen yeah submit your answers uh the thing is we don't know when the contest will end when we get the uh title right so it could be a week it could be a couple months we don't know but uh yeah i think that's fun i think there's some good stuff. i have do you guys have any guesses i'm
1: going with uh flapjack <laughs> so, that's all I got,
0: dude. You're I'm on, looking at a you're uh, on fire I'm tonight. you am gonna
1: answer the call like menagerie of figures right now. And yeah, so I hey, I was Paul
0: thinking. Feig's birthday was this week. Happy birthday to Paul Feig I think yeah. Bill Murray's birthday might be today or tomorrow. Uh,
1: one of them have, has talked to us, and one of them is a friend of the podcast. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Um, I think it's just gonna be called
2: The Ghostbusters.
0: I do too, I really do. Yeah,
1: Rise of Ghostbuster. Son of Ghostbusters. <laughs>
0: uh, somebody did submit a Ghostbusters: Awaken. I was like, it's not going to be called that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wake the fuck up, Ghostbusters! It's just
0: not going to have the same name as the the Star Wars Legacy. So
1: what if
2: they? <laughs> I like. I like to think that they were like, "Ooh, Ghostbusters Awakens," and just kind of, it just kind of like. Flew out of their mind that that's the Star Wars movie, right. and they now, thought, like, they thought they came up with it, but like uh-huh. subconsciously, they're just thinking about Star Wars. That's
0: right, yeah. right. They're like, Ghostbusters goes or strikes back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the last Buster. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: should we the keep the last going? terror dog? The last terror dog. uh, uh, uh uh-huh. there will, there will be Zool. Okay. oh i like that okay i like that I take it no country for old <laughs> ghostbusters <Okay. laughs> that's that's a pretty uh, like title i think
1: that's like a good yeah i like that
0: uh which is like a like a rugged race stance hunting down like a murderous spectral entity i like it i mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. uh any more before we move on
1: I like it. All right,
0: that's all, be, all I have. Cool. Gave you my uh, best. So, if you want to enter the contest and have a little fun, because who doesn't want to have fun? You're going to send your submission to Ask YHS Podcast. Yes,
1: have fun podcast.
0: No, that's not it. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: it's amazing. We meet a lot of people who say they listen to the podcast, but I'm pretty sure sometimes they don't know what the name is. No. I love, the dude. Actually, I've had a couple. I I'm not going to name the person. I was having a conversation with somebody. About, uh, answer the call in the last couple of months. Somebody we know in the Ghostbusters community, and I was mentioning how we had cooled off on it. weren't as into it as maybe we were. And he was like, oh, I thought you guys really loved it. And I was like, no, no. He's like, oh, man, yeah, I just haven't listened to pot- the last couple episodes. I was like, really? The last couple of two and a half years?
1: So- 75 episodes where I have a mental breakdown about answer the call at the end of every episode.
0: Oh. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be fun. I, I I really can't wait. There's been a lot of, like, people are, you know, with Halloween coming up. And, I mean, let's talk about it. We're about to talk about Ghostbusters, so let's uh-huh. just get into it. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Patreon in a, in a little bit. Um, People, so if you think about the timeline of the last Ghostbusters movie, Answer the Call. So it was filmed in the spring of 2015. Uh, it wrapped in, like, mid-summer 2015. And then then it was like remember like trailer watch like that trailer's coming we might get it for halloween halloween past. oh no no mm-hmm. probably around christmas you know we get that you know uh what was it force awakens is coming out yeah. maybe dude imagine if it's with force awakens
1: dude i fucking thought i was going to see it when you proposed to me oh, yeah, yeah, i yeah. didn't even see it
0: yeah yeah, yeah. what I a w- bummer
1: yeah <laughs> so i was i, saw I was like and- yeah
0: you got what a fake out what
1: a fake out uh
0: then it was like february we didn't get the trailer till march so I don't think we're going to have to wait till March for this trailer because there was behind the scenes reasons why it took so long for the answer the call trailer to be revealed. So I think Halloween is a little sorry, Abby's leaving. There might be a cat fight outside. Hey, hey, knocking shit over. Anyways, uh. I think Halloween might be a little soon because they're still filming. Um, but I think holidays, I think somewhere November, December, we're going to get the first trailer, but I don't think we're going to get a title and a poster until that first trailer hits.
2: Yeah, I agree. We might get, sometimes they like to do that thing where they'll, they'll throw you a poster and then the next day the trailer hits like that's right. a kind of a big thing. So maybe something like that, but as far like when the movie comes out in July, right.
0: Uh, yeah. July 10th next year. Yeah.
2: I think probably October might be a little too early.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, unless they just started cutting together. Here's the thing. We got that one teaser, but that's not a real trailer. So, um, yeah. the only thing people are kind of, because Land is a Sony movie and it's probably going to be a, you know, a, a pretty big thing. The sequel, uh, people were kind of like circling that as a possibility for, look, they could, they definitely could do a treat, a teaser, and it would make sense, but I would not be surprised if that doesn't happen and we have to wait yeah, a couple more months.
2: Yeah, I kind of wouldn't, wouldn't look uh, – I wouldn't count on it, you know? Abby's
0: back. Uh, yeah. how, are, how are the cats?
1: Good. I had to run barefoot down the street screaming, get the fuck out of here.
0: So, yeah, but but what, what does it have to do with the but cats? But the cats
1: are good. I had to protect my cat, <laughs>
0: Bruce. Oh. There's an
1: evil cat out there. It's so, all good.
0: So anyways, um, Abby, when do you think we're going to get this trailer?
1: dude sorry well, you out of breath literally yes because okay. I just ran <laughs> I wasn't making that up I hope I hope soon Um, I would love for it to be during the Halloween season it doesn't really make sense I think that's probably what you guys just said I however am already pleased with the teaser trailer that we got and if we're comparing it to Ains to the Call and the teaser trailer that we got with that um, I'm much more hopeful everything that has been said in interviews with Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd which we're about to get into
0: Ooh, has been
1: very positive so I have a feeling that it's going to be put together and ready when it's ready
0: and- I, I I, do have a feeling you alright?
1: right die dying, dying.
0: <laughs> <You're> dying. <laughs> give
1: me, please give me some water
0: um, I've never had to go on a run in the middle of the <laughs> podcast
1: I don't know these shoes on it was very there were a lot of sticks out there <laughs> it's okay. okay now um <sighs>
0: i think we might get like an entertainment weekly like cover story like maybe some we'll get we'll kind of like how they do with star
2: wars where you see a couple before anything, you see some behind the scenes photos. Yep, yep. Because mm-hmm.
0: yep. I, I mean, that's cool. easy.
2: That's easy to produce. You know. Like I mean, there's-
0: just imagine. I, I talked about it on the podcast before, but imagine if we got a still photo of the three original guys, just like in their street clothes together.
1: Yeah. Like
0: that would be enough for me to probably quit my job and join a monastery because I'm not mm-hmm. gonna be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, What's a you monastery? You cut off
1: all of those. Oh. Yes, I cut you off. You become a monk and yeah. you become celibate. That's the opposite of what I want to do when I see those pictures. What do you?
2: The opposite? It's like Ace Ventura 2.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Poster, title, trailer. It's all coming. What I tell people who are eager, just let it take it all in. You know? T- <laughs> This is finally after the ups and downs that we've all been through since 1989. This is our first mm-hmm. ever. And the only time we're going to get the, the, the direct follow-up to mm-hmm. Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Don't, it's okay. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Be patient. Be, yeah. We need to be patient. Like yeah. the, we, There's been little bits here and there. They've done a really good job of keeping things under wraps. And What I wanted to talk about now is Dan Aykroyd. Ivan Reitman, they were both at the uh, premiere night for Hollywood, or Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios Hollywood. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dan Aykroyd was also on Joe Rogan this week. Let's talk about that first. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Aykroyd on Rogan. Uh, we normally don't review other podcasts, uh, but did you guys see this? Sure. Like, I don't even know where to start.
1: Craig, you and I ate dinner while listening to this slash watching it at the same time. It's riveting. Like, it's really... I, first of all, have never listened to Joe Rogan and have not really been a fan of his. And I actually kind of, like, warmed up to him during this podcast and kind of like him. So...
0: Yeah, I can't get a read on Joe Rogan. Like, I just think... I don't know what his... Deal is he's a pretty good interviewer and he's got the biggest podcasts in the world, but he's just very I,
2: much. I used to really hate him. I think yeah.
1: DMT is. His deal. I
2: used to, I used to really hate him cause he just, he just has some very, uh his views have his kind of have kind of changed in the, in the last few years. And he used to think differently about something like he, I used to just be like, no, I'm not going to listen to him at all. And I think at one point I listened to an episode because somebody I wanted to hear was on there. And I was like, I was like, Joe Rogan kind of seems to know what he's talking about here. And I was like, yeah. this is entertaining. What, what, and every now and then I'll listen to him and, and they're pretty great. He what, was
1: talking about fishing, and I was like, oh, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I, he, he
2: sounds like he he seems to know a lot a yeah. lot about everything. Mm-hmm. Here's the
0: thing, he Joe Rogan, he's admitted this before. What one thing I do respect about him is he allows his opinion to change. Like if he yeah. has an opinion on something that is presented with new information, he will yeah. like Flip on it, like I heard him talk. He used to be one a staunch believer that the moon landing was faked, and then he had like a serious two and a half hour conversation with some physicist, and then he now he doesn't. He's still skeptical, but he's a more. I actually, I think I am skeptical of the moon landing too. Out of all things, I think
1: I believe in aliens. After listening to when you look at that footage
0: of the moon landing, it's just like this is pretty bad, (laughs) Um, and that's why I don't think Stanley Kubrick directed it because it looks so bad. (laughs) <laughs> like if he did so it would have been, been better it would have been fucking awesome um but yeah uh rogan had Aykroyd on uh dan good old uncle dan he covered a lot of the same territory that he normally covers he talked about his personal ufo sightings they talked about the history of ufo or alien sightings and you know worldwide uh so listen it's about two and a half hours check it out it's Insane. There's some really great quotes. Mm-hmm. My favorite was when they were talking about psychedelics and drugs. And I put it on Instagram. Uh, Dan Aykroyd says, oh, well, I've done acid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Jane, sex with ghosts. Oh, yeah. It's sex with ghosts. They had a long conversation about... I guess one of Dan Aykroyd's ghost sightings was... He mama was,
1: Cass's house. Yeah. What is that? It was a male presence that like laid on the bed next to him. And like he spooky. kept saying he instead of saying cuddle, he kept using a weird word. I wish I could remember. I think he kept saying nuggle. And uh, it was great. <laughs> but yeah, either way. Yeah. He said that he, he was saying
2: mama. muggles. He was talking <laughs> yeah, I about think he
1: was saying muggles. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he said that. And also he was talking about his farmhouse, which I know he talks about a lot. But yeah, it's most of the same stuff. Crystal Skulls and all that shit. Yeah, they had a long conversation
0: about the Crystal Skulls and uh, a long conversation about Crystal Head Vodka. But mm-hmm. listen, listen to it. We're going to talk more about it on group therapy, but we got a lot to cover. Uh, when asked about Ghostbusters, he kind of gave his normal spiel about the girls movie was good. The new one's going to be better. I should have kept costs down as a producer. Like he's got that script down where he's like, you know, well, yeah. I like, though, I like that he does say, like, he does
2: say, like, me, Ivan, and Paul Fee kind of went back and forth on a couple things. That, he said they had conflict. You know, he, like, kind yeah, he kind of goes into it just, like, a tiny bit, which is fine. But yeah. you can tell he's kind of, like, the way he was when it came out, when he was just, like, bad-mouthing it all the time. And now he's kind of stepped back and he's like, it's, you can tell he's kind of, like, been able to... Like almost go through his own sort of like therapy session where he's mm-hmm. like, you know what? He he now knows that they're moving forward with a third movie. He probably has kind of cooled off on it in that whole experience a little right. bit. Right. Well, I think the th- go for it.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say during the interview, I think it was the E. T. Maybe interview that. No, uh, yeah, we're gonna get that. Yeah. Well, he was saying that um, it basically that answer the call kept it alive, which is what we've said, and
0: yeah. I'm sure. I don't know if it did that. Yeah. Kinda. Okay.
1: But yeah, it, in a way, before that, all we had was crispy. cream. The answer cream. the call
0: kept it alive in the sense that if I ate an amazing pizza, let's say I had the best pizza I've ever had. And then a couple months later, I was like, I want another pizza. And I got another pizza that was different and just not that great. It was still technically pizza.
1: You're talking and, about Dragon Con right And then now? a month
0: later, I got another. <laughs> I went back and got more of that amazing pizza. I wouldn't be like that second pizza kept it alive. I would just be like... I would, I would just be like... You would be like, God, that oh, last this is pizza, better pizza compared to this. It was
1: like Lunchables. <laughs> the second pizza. Uh,
2: you would be like, I'm never watching
0: that last pizza again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even the extended cut wasn't even any better that pizza. You'd
1: extended cut pizzeria? <laughs> yeah. We have to open that. Okay. Thank Here you.
0: you. Okay, so listen. Uh, but what he did say... He was talking about his performances mm-hmm. in the movies, and he said, I don't do pictures much anymore, but we do have the new Ghostbusters movie, and I will be performing in that. That was the first – listen, we all know he's going to be in it.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: was the first verbal confirmation. Right. Yeah. I think that's pretty exciting. It's it's noteworthy, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. He also th- – that's also the interview where –
2: Is that not also right before he almost spoils the title?
0: He almost won the contest. He almost won the fucking contest. He goes, ah, well, there's going to be a new Ghostbusters movie. It's, uh, you know, it's called, uh, well, it's called, uh, uh, well, it'll be the third Ghostbusters movie. (laughs) So it's either he
1: almost slipped or let's face it, he doesn't know. Yeah. It's somebody's job to keep him from knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Are we. Are we allowed to talk about the one thing that Ivan Reitman? We're going to talk okay. about it, but I, I want to a put it. Let's okay.
0: let's let's talk about it right now. So okay. later on that night, uh, there was more. Uh, the, OK, so that was during the day, the Joe Rogan stuff. And then that night they did the Halloween Horror Nights premiere. Ivan and Dan went through the uh, through the through, you know, everybody always calls it a maze. I always call it a haunted house. But that's just me. It's Sounds- a bit of both. It sounds mm-hmm. scarier than maze. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't like maze. You like maze? Sounds like a lot more work, and <laughs> there could be wrong turns. Yeah, I don't like that.
0: That's what I wish a horde. It's a had, one like, way street, though. Yeah, th- you can't like not yeah. get out.
1: Yeah, the idea that you could not get out scares yeah, me. Yeah, isn't more. that
2: the point of a maze? Is that like you can get lost? Yeah, I want to so see that it's a Horror hard Nights. to like. There's yeah. no getting lost.
1: Yeah,
0: cool maze analysis cool uh, <laughs>
1: semantics
0: um well, yeah that's the name of the new house semantics uh, it's one of the original not it's uh, called hor- maze
1: vs. haunted house you decide which is scarier
0: um so they did interviews on the red carpet and a lot of it was just the same stuff we always hear um dan Aykroyd complimenting. Uh, the people who designed uh, all of the attraction for Universal. And he, like, again, hit all of his bullet points. So what I will say now is the stuff we're about to talk about could be considered spoilerish for the new movie. Uh, Ivan Reitman did say this stuff on an interview with Entertainment Tonight, so it's not like – I don't feel like we're breaking any rules or or doing anything uh, that's kind of like – It's out there. It's out there.
1: But for those – It's not a plot – detail as much as a character detail yeah
0: for 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 anybody who's avoiding all uh just any information at all you might want to tune out for a couple minutes but we are not going to be revealing spoiler spoiler so this is more uh some character stuff so having said that let's talk about it right now okay Mm -hmm. so uh ivan reitman revealed the first details uh about paul rudd and his Mm -hmm. character and this stuff was not Known at all. Like, none of this has been said publicly. So, there was part of me that I was like, I wonder after he ta- did this, is he getting a call from Jason, like, come on, dad?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, too like, much info, dad.
0: I think they're excited and they're just, they're probably just eager to talk about it because, like, Ivan Reitman, he did not come from the world of like secretive filmmaking. No. You just make your movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, it probably drives him crazy that he can't yeah. talk about it. He
2: also seems to not give a fuck like in uh, in that. Oh, God, that interview where they're on the red carpet or whatever. And when they ask him, I don't know exactly what they say, but they say something about like four new guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he, he
2: just seems annoyed. And he's like, no, it's
1: about a family.
2: It's a so, family. So two listen, of them are
0: women. Listen, <laughs> I. I. <laughs> One of my favorite action figures of all time is my Ghostbusters fan fest class ten breakfast Ivan Reitman, <laughs> and I love it, and I love the accessories. He's really from.
1: quite remarkable.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it was truly remarkable. <laughs> really remarkable. Uh, listen, Ivan Reitman does not give a fuck about anything except for making that money. Okay, I don't. And know making his movies, and it probably he and seems like, make like a really good family man. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So yeah the interview starts off because not four men movies about a family, two women. He then says McKenna Grace was in Avengers, which she wasn't, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she is young Captain Marvel. She is in Captain Marvel. So that's technically 15 seconds. Kinda.
0: Um, okay.
2: So he picked, he picked, he picked the two things that she's barely in. I, Tanya. Right. And yeah. the,
0: and, uh, not like haunting of Hill house where she's like a main character. The shit, right. Yeah. And it, it's not like haunting of the Hill House deals with subject matter similar to Ghostbusters either.
1: Dude, Ivan Reitman does not have time for your Netflix shows. Sorry, he probably hasn't even seen his daughter's show.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, he's he doesn't even know what his da- dad. Hey, by the way, his daughter—I can't think of her name right now. Yeah, she looks just like him. Yeah, it's remarkable.
1: It's pretty. cool. It's truly remarkable. Truly remarkable. Kind of sends a
0: shiver up my spine. Yeah,
1: when I saw him, <laughs> for my the four first guys time walking down.
0: The- okay, so listen. This is what was revealed about Paul Rudd's character. He is a seismologist who is moved to this small town to investigate mysterious earthquakes. Tremors. Tremors. Mm-hmm. They're under the ground. What if this is secretly a tremors? Secret? It's just a tremors crossover. Oh, I'm for it. Uh, do
1: it. Bring Reba back.
0: Uh, and he's also a summer school teacher, which this is so genius Of course, the movie's going to take place over summer. Everything Mm -hmm. about this movie is different than the original Ghostbusters. Like, There's probably going to be like, that's how you don't have to have a a giant cast either. Summer school. There's like six kids there, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I don't know know if that's true.
1: I like that. And well, when I think of summer school, I think of slackers more like poignantly rather than like regular. Because if you're going to summer school, it's because you're like, I don't know, you didn't try as hard as you should have, maybe. And I feel like, I don't know. That kind of fits in with the Ghostbusters spirit. Makes sense to me. There was
0: another quote. I think it was Ivan Reitman. It might have been Dan Aykroyd. But the one thing Dan Aykroyd keeps saying is that this movie is covered in the DNA of the first two. He keeps using the word DNA.
2: Dan Aykroyd said that in the the interview. Right right before that, he literally says, these are the descendants of the original Ghostbusters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: he just uh, literally just says
0: that. Right, right. Like, funny. okay, Dan. Here's the thing. Of course they are. We it's like it's those it's the thing we know, but we want we don't want to know, but we know, but we want to confirm it, but we don't like it's yeah. kind of a weird territory.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh you it's a weird flirtation, I think, because at the end of answer the call and the fact that we didn't think we were gonna get a live action movie after that, and then now we are, it's kind of you deep down you it's almost like you they have to of course it's going to be what everyone wanted that last one to be in a direct continuation and lineage carrying on and all that shit
0: yeah so. i mean if it it's this is going to be passing the torch in a more meaningful way than it was ever going to be if it was four new scientists college graduates who want to restart the ghostbusters like now Who knows how far they take it? Who knows at the end of this movie who are the Ghostbusters? Is it a couple kids? Is it a family? Does the does the does the business even get restarted? Like, those are all answers. Dude, I hope well- they
1: end the movie and it's just, like, a little kid that hasn't been in the movie the entire time that is, like, pushing a broom and he's Stop the next it. Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anybody can be a Ghostbuster.
1: Anybody can be a Ghostbuster.
0: Yeah, goes or strikes back. I said that. <laughs> uh, now, listen, there's... <laughs> I hope Bill Murray's the villain in this
2: movie and he, like, splits a proton pack in half and he's just, like, kill the past.
0: Oh. oh. Dude, I hope... I hope uh I hope Gozer shows up and is just like Execute Order sixty <laughs> six and then a giant palpatine just walking down the street. All right. That, I mean, it could happen. Um, there's there's other plot details and things that have leaked that we've kind of heard about against our own will that might lend itself to some of the conversation about Paul Rudd's character, but let's just stick with what we know. Mm-hmm. Uh Size, like he's a scientist, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like we knew he was a teacher, but the fact that he's a legit scientist, that's what goes, but like that, that tells, that's a good sign to me. Yes. Yeah. It's a
1: specific area of study that like you can look up the definition for and it's like real. And yeah, it, it, I'm excited about that. I'm God, just I'm excited about Paul Rudd. Like if we can really talk about him as an actor and his likability and whatever character he's going to take on, I'm I'm just so, so pleased and so relieved even ahead of time going into the movie, knowing that he elicits like really good feelings from me and really good laughs. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say about Paul Rudd. I, I really like him. I'm a big fan.
0: We haven't done a whole lot of theorizing on this movie. But let's have a little fun for a couple of minutes. What, what do we think about these uh, mysterious tremors? Like, what could that be? Mm. Slime?
1: River of slime?
0: Oh, yeah, it could be. That'd be a cool thing to do if they brought the river of slime back. Could be. I haven't even thought about that. I haven't either. Like, maybe the river of slime actually originates in this town mm-hmm. there. It's all flowing here. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It starts in middle
1: America. It
0: starts in Oklahoma and goes straight to the museum.
1: <laughs> oh, what is this stuff? It's all
0: over me. <laughs> Pete, it's Pete Mosen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not that. The slime. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I guess it's hard without getting into like. Trump. Are we like the number one self-proclaimed Pete Mosen,
1: Mosen
2: podcast? podcast? We talk about him more than I was is. just
1: imagining him wearing those little Slimer figures and like doing a little. Oh, from the auction? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just
0: excited about this movie. And like, we I think we've done a pretty... Like, if you go back and listen to when Answer the Call was in production, it was just like... I think we've done a good job of like keeping it at bay, talking about it when there's stuff to talk about, but not getting too... Because here's the thing. Once Once it gets rolling, once the trailer's out, once we get a poster and a title and more plot details, it's going to be... Like we talked about earlier, it's going to be crazy and overwhelming. So let's just keep it, keep it chill for now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot to be talking about right now anyway, that it would just, it would just be a bunch of speculation Mm -hmm. or spoiler stuff that isn't official things. And that's not what we really want to be doing anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also, Paul Rudd, summer school teacher, getting my girl vibes. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Small town. Yeah. Uh Dan Aykroyd. Two. Summer school teacher.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: (laughs) Ghost bees in this movie.
1: Uh, dude. Oh man, you want to talk about being unprepared emotionally for a movie. Put put Egon's glasses on. He (laughs) can't sit without his glasses.
0: (laughs) Oh, That's God. great. Anyways.
1: I'm fucking pumped for that.
0: All right, cool. Well, I'm excited. Uh,
1: Summer school is for misfits. It's for kids who are... Yeah. Like, I have a feeling it's just going to fit the Dude, you behind. know
0: Finn Wolfhard is a little asshole. God. In this movie. Not in real life, but yeah. in the movie. Maybe in real
1: life too, a little bit.
0: He's cool, man. I like him. Dude, uh, in the building I work in, um, the building I work in in Atlanta, when Stranger Things films, like the whole cast lives in the condos there, I'm mm-hmm. the only person in my immediate circle of people I work with who have not just met everybody from that <laughs> movie, from that show. I hear people all day. We better start meeting Saw him. Finn Wolfhard this morning. Saw Nancy. I was flirting with someone. This one guy was, Oh, oh, I was
1: flirting with Nancy. I was Whatever. like, I bet you weren't. Our friends, I saw Nancy vaping. Oh yeah. I was so jealous. She better quit. She needs to quit vaping. She's, She's going to get a PSA, lung disease. everybody quit vaping. going to get a lung disease. Yeah.
0: Go back to the real stuff. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyways. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, we'll move on. Uh as far as other Ghostbusters stuff, video games remastered coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, God, we put up an unboxing video of... What was that?
1: Can you please uh, explain? I that? still don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. It was a... Um, fuck, I don't know who makes it. I still don't remember. It's basically like a like a loot crate mystery box that's Ghostbusters themed that you can buy at Walmart. It's only 20 bucks. And it's got some uh, knickknacks in it, some socks, like an air freshener. It has a uh, stay-puffed planter. And the best part of it, though, is the little Slimer figure, which he's doing a very, very cute little pose, like a little angel. And you can see the video on YouTube if you want to look at it. You yeah. can go to Walmart if you want to buy it. Yep.
0: Go to uh, Yes I Have Some's YouTube channel. We put up that video. Hey, here's my... Request slash pr- slash prediction for the new Ghostbusters movie. I want a new mascot. I want an addition.
1: You want BB eight. You want yeah. We new? we've
0: got Slimer and Stay Puft, and they're great. We've had them for a long time. But like Star Wars is really good at introducing cute new characters that become like part of the. You know, like
1: what about female Slimer?
0: This because, doesn't seem like the kind of movie that like.
2: I know we haven't seen anything yet, but from everything we're hearing and the vibes we're getting, it doesn't seem like the kind of movie that's going to just have a cute little mascot. Roll but it doesn't around. need to be
0: cute. Like Stay Puft's not cute, but he he's – what I'm saying is when I say mascot, I mean a new – marketable ghost that you associate with the brand of Ghostbusters.
1: Okay, here's how they could do that. If Stay Puff Marshmallows exist in this universe and there's still something that people buy, then the Stay Puff Marshmallow Company could create a new icon that is introduced like modern timeline.
0: A new marshmallow theme. Yeah,
1: that's how you do it. All right, I figured it out, guys.
0: I think the Scolari brothers are the closest we got with, you know, they're they're great. but iconic. I personally like the Jogger Ghost. But that's just me. I hope he comes back. All right, cool. Let's talk about Jurassic World. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jurassic World. The Battle at Big Rock. Is yeah. that what it's called? Yep. The brand new short film directed by Colin Trevorrow dropped on FX over the weekend. It is available online. It is an eight minute short film that takes place one year after Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It serves as a bridge between the world we knew in the world that we will be introduced to in Jurassic World 3, which comes out in the summer of 2021. I love, before I even say anything, I just want to say I love that this exists.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that they did this. Yeah. I mean, it's if it's a trend that other like franchises follow, I'm definitely into it. To have an eight-minute connection piece between movies that gets you hyped for the next movie and explains what's going on in the interim time like that's really smart and this was very effective it was very quick i liked that they like kind of snuck it in in between the movies and that you had to like go to real television to watch it there's something almost nostalgic about that um
0: until it was over and then you just went to the then I just went online and it
1: again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I want to. Wa- I watch. I went online to watch it again strictly for the clips at the end of the short. It's like I, re- well, I may as well spoil them. Like it's found footage dinosaur stuff, and that is my favorite part of the entire thing. There's like I could watch those all day long, and I really really enjoyed this.
0: Yeah, Jake. What uh, what was your impression? We talked last week about our our thoughts of like uh, about what we thought about it existing, but what. Uh What'd you think you're Jake? You're the biggest Jurassic park fan I've ever met. Yeah. I appreciate that. Sometimes Um, I think, I mean, it's, we don't count jaws as a franchise. So when it comes to like franchises, ghostbusters, of Jurassic park, they're like, they're, they're right there for you. Right. mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite things in the world. And, uh,
2: I thought it was great, man. I loved it. It's kind of exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, people caught in between some dinosaurs, some dinosaur action. I thought it was cool because it was like two dinosaurs. We haven't seen a whole lot of there. Um, there is an allosaurus and in, in uh, Jurassic world, but it's a, a younger version that you see uh, not, not for very much screen time. Um, the thing that I was a little bummed out about is, is when that article came out, it was like fully animatronic dinosaur built for this movie. And then I watched it and I'm like, there's no animatronics in this at all. Like it, it all looks like CGI to me. And there was, uh, some photos that were released of like a full head of an allosaurus that was animatronic. But, um, I either can't tell when they're using that or they just CGI on top of it. Well, that's the
0: thing with dude. I I meant to talk to you about this. Um, the, the real life, um, uh, what's it called when it's not like the, uh, the special effects, like the practical. The, yeah. The practical. Pra, the practical effects are so good these days that they look like CGI. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. It's so stupid. Um, I, I, I really hate that. I even thank you wasted for, everybody's
1: time. <laughs> I was
2: like, for that.
0: Before I make my jokes. Good job. Very funny. Me. What's it called?
1: Um, <laughs> practical. <Really laughs> oh, that sounds
2: good. It's not that big of a deal, though. It's eight minutes short. But I thought it was I thought it was very well done. Um, some of the dinosaur scenes where. There's a couple scenes in particular that I thought were very effective. Uh when the Allosaurus is standing there and the baby cries and it like its head jerks in their direction immediately uh is was pretty cool. There's also a scene where um the baby after the trailer gets like flipped over and the baby is still attached to the table. You see the baby, but the background is kind of blurry. But then, as it comes in focus, you realize that the dinosaur is like at the back window, staring in. Um, yeah, I thought all that stuff was really cool. And Abby, like you said, the found footage stuff at the end—it's brilliant. And there should be wait. Everybody I have talked to, or like everybody in our circle of friends that have seen it, everybody has been pretty much you know in agreement that like they could make ten more of these. This kind of situation where the dinosaurs are now released is perfect for, for these little, like, short films. I hope there's more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I know I was making my big speech about how I care about the characters, but I didn't really care necessarily about the characters in this. I thought the dinosaurs really stood out. I thought the action was extremely intense. And there's, yeah, being inside of a, a like RV, having it flipped over, that feels like Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, hey, why were these people okay I also liked the little girl I thought she was really cute
0: yeah she was re- she was really good um if I found out that there was dinosaurs loose like even it, on the other side of the country I'd be like nope not going camping well <laughs> like, he
2: says like when it when the dinosaur shows up he says how did it get way up here I think that I think that one line of dialogue is supposed to uh, kind of fill you in that maybe uh, they're in a section of a park that maybe is like a hard terrain or something maybe. They didn't think that dinosaurs could make their way to that. Like, mm-hmm. I think I think that's what that one very l- small line of dialogue is for. It's just basically exposition for you to be like, OK, they they thought they they thought they that dinosaurs wouldn't get up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um. we I was watching it with uh, my co-workers. And as soon as they get into the RV, one of my co-workers goes, there's no RV on the planet that's that wide. <laughs> oh, and I was like. I was like, we're watching Jurassic. We're yeah. There's also dinosaurs in this. Right.
1: Yeah. Or an RV expert.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
1: yeah. thought I was the RV expert.
0: They're like, there's no way you could fit a baby triceratops into that RV. Like, <laughs> let's think about the Hold sentence. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Like, you know, it, it's short and that, and it, it was effective. And I really do hope there's more, uh, Abby, you mentioned the ending credits with all the found footage, mm-hmm. the uh,
1: copies, and that little girl. Like it, it looks like cell phone footage, and it feels super real. And then you see the car get knocked off the edge of the cliff.
0: Cam, yeah, oh, that, man, that shit's was awesome. so cool. I would and watch the at
1: the end <laughs> a
0: found footage Jurassic Park movie like immediately because, like, here is the thing: ever since the Lost World, when you see the T Rex running through San Diego. That's kind of what I just want Jurassic Park to be. Like, I want to see what it's like to be at the neighborhood pool and then raptors show up. You know? Yeah. Like, I want to see a couple idiots playing golf and, like, one just gets stepped on. And you want
1: it to be, like, gratuitous found footage, like Cloverfield style? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be into that. Like, you know, it
0: doesn't necessarily have to be five documentary film. Like, I would watch a movie of those cell phone clips. I would watch two hours of people's <laughs> yeah, cell phone Yeah, I, li-
1: I liked that. I liked that. Plot. Just
0: random run-ins with yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. No Maybe plot. S-
1: no. Who no needs no it?
0: characters.
1: Yeah. Like, Fallen so, Kingdom didn't need it.
0: Imagine you're on the 10th floor of your building and you just look out and there's just like a brachiosaur like looking at you. Like, and then you click video. That's part of the movie. That's the movie. That's it. Hey, let's talk about Fallen Kingdom real quick. Yeah, I know you have a bunch of notes over of my, here. S-
1: it was part of my stress. Right? Oh so no, no. I'm if stressed. it's part of
0: your stress, we'll, we'll go to you first. Sure. Once we do stress, yeah. Any more on? The, there's. It's eight minutes short. There's not a whole lot to say. No. Did you guys like? They they do the the thing with the crossbow and that she's the one that saves them. I thought it was, yeah, I thought whatever. I thought it was fine.
1: Exactly. I thought that was going to be the other kid that they mentioned in the beginning where they were like, where's, what's his name? I figured it was going to be some other kid, but it it makes sense to have it be the girl that you're familiar with at that point.
0: (sighs) I honestly thought they were going to throw us for a loop and like all those, that family in the RV. I thought all their doppelgangers were going to show up. (laughs) I thought it was going
2: to, I thought it was going to be the guy that he talks to at the beginning. Oh, right. right, like, right. I uh, thought it was going to be that guy helping him out.
0: Dude, okay. I, have to, I hope they do more. And also, I know this might lead into your stress. Yeah. I'm really glad Colin Trevorrow's back.
1: Yeah. I may as well just say it. Do you want to do stress? Yeah. This- Hold on. We're going
0: to do the theme song. Fuck, what?
1: fuck, mother, mother, fuck, mother, mother, fuck. All right. That's
0: <laughs> the wrong song.
1: Yeah, it is. What song that
0: is, is that? That's for fuck budget.
1: It's fuck budget. Oh, we're not doing the fuck budget. What's the stress song?
0: It's like we haven't done it in so. long.
1: I'm it's, stressed. Are you? St- I'm stressed. It's cake. Why oh. don't you do uh, something with your life? Uh, nah. i like a little
0: stressed. Is
2: this some radical no therapy? Why don't you do something with your life?
0: <laughs> you
1: get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. I saw cake once. I saw a fight break out in front of me in the mosh pit. Um Hold on, time out. There was a mosh Why pit. Why was there a kid? mosh pit at I, a cake It wasn't show. really a mosh pit as much as just a pit. No one was really moshing. Okay. Um, my stress was that watching this Battle at Big Rock short made me realize that I don't like Fallen Kingdom. And I think I, I was really rosy about it when I first saw it. And I was hyped up when I watched it. But I went That's back. That's never happened
0: to us before. Oh, no.
1: I've never had rose colored glasses that I've taken off and like refocused. Um, but yeah, I definitely, watching this short, we went back and you put on um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And I will say there's parts of it, specifically the parts with Claire that I like a lot because I like the way that her character progressed. But there's a lot of parts and a lot of issues with that movie I actually have. I don't like the pacing. I don't, I feel like the, uh, Stuff, the shit that they show at the beginning, like the really cool rescue mission with the dinosaurs, I feel like that should have been at the end of the movie. Hey! I know you say that, but I I agree with you. I feel like it was, I don't, I feel like they almost underestimated the, the power of seeing a dinosaur on screen because. It's like they had to like entangle all these other plot points in and like it's like, oh, well, we'll show that at the beginning and then like we'll have these really cool, crazy hybrid dinosaurs at the second half. And I just it wasn't it just I kept I kept finding myself losing interest, especially getting upset with the way that it was paced. And also I hated the B plot with Maisie. And I feel like every time they went off the island back to that and away from uh, Claire and uh Owen's story and they went back to Maisie's uh, Mansion I felt like it just slowed down (laughs) drastically and I didn't like it. Dude I'm surprised there's not like a Maisie's Maisie's Mansion?
0: A Nintendo Wii game called Maisie's Mansion like (laughs) a kids themed like you got cloned just like the dinosaurs Welcome to (laughs) Maisie's Mansion. First of all
1: I think Maisie's Mansion would be fun and I hope I'm not pissed. You know what Jake? I might be pissing you off I don't know how you feel uh, about this movie like in retrospect but I don't I just it's not as satisfying as I thought it was and watching that 8-minute short made me think I was going to go back and love it and then I just was kind of unpleasantly surprised. Well,
0: Jake, before you chime in, my whole thing with Jurassic Park is when there's dinosaurs on the screen, I tend to be enjoying myself. Let's let's remove the first movie from the equation actually because it kind of it just it stands on its own and it's just so superior to to anything that's come after it. But when there's dinosaurs on the screen in Fallen Kingdom, I'm usually enjoying myself. Not when they're perishing in a volcano, which is extremely sad. Mm-hmm. But even that moment of the Brachiosaur, I felt like... Abby touched on this, but I feel like the pacing of the movie's weird and that like it maybe is told in the wrong order. Because it's like, they go to the island, they rescue all these dinosaurs in this incredible mission, and then there's an auction. It's just like, it's just weird. Like I, I know that they got, they had to get a plot point to get all of the dinosaurs off the island and loose. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if doing it in some sort of different order of, of the narrative would have helped, but I do think upon rewatch and every rewatched it now twice that there's a chance that fallen kingdom might be the worst Jurassic park movie.
1: All right. Wow. That's stressful. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I haven't watched
2: it in a while. I've only seen it a couple times. Um, you just
1: answered it. That's
2: it. Now, I mean, yeah, I guess like I, I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I'd never thought even, um, I think I talked to you. I told you guys last time I watched it, but it's been a while. Um, but I mean, it's also been a while since I've watched Jurassic Park two, three and you know, the first Jurassic mm-hmm. world. So yeah,
0: but I just feel like, I feel like I don't know. I could be. This could be making. Listen,
2: I listen. I had issues with it, um, but I had issues with the first Jurassic World too. You know, like I don't think either one of them are are anywhere near as good as Jurassic Park. But there were things that I liked better in this one than the first Jurassic World, and there were things that I didn't like as much. So it's kind of hard. Like I thought, I had a really strong opening. Um I thought Claire and Owen were both better. Like Owen to me is annoying in the first Jurassic World. Like he's not funny to me, he's not like badass, he's annoying. And Claire kind of is too. Like she's she su- she kind of sucks in that first movie. Uh but they both to me feel more natural. They both feel like real human beings in the yeah. second film. Um there are some really cool sequences with the dinosaurs. I like all the getting off the Island stuff and I like the mansion stuff because it's for the first time in fucking six movies, they, they do something different than just you running through a park and they turn it into like a horror movie. And I think that's a good smart move. Um, I would have to like go back and watch it. I've never really thought about changing the sequences around. um, but i would have to like watch it with that in my in, in my mm-hmm. mind before i could give like a good assessment of yeah. that kind yeah. of thing the only but, other
1: thing that i thought was that they should have cast uh sam rockwell as the the villain like um, the villain's
2: awful that yeah, guy is he's awful he's a bad actor
1: way. like he's he, not i've seen hard him in other understand. things
2: and i've and i've been fine with him but he's pretty awful in this the lockwood estate stuff in general feels shoehorned in but i like It is, but also, you know, John Hammond is long dead, so it's like they have to come up with something to kind of keep that shit going.
0: Right. Yeah, he's like, I feel like there's really interesting elements and interesting, like ethical points to the story that are that are brought up and the reveal of like she was cloned. Like that's that's kind of cool. And that's taking the technology to a different level. But. I just, I kind of don't care. And at the end of the day, like I like where it ends up. I like that it leads into a world where all the dinosaurs are loose because I think mm-hmm. you could I do, do like a, that. You could do a lot with that. We already said, I it. really,
2: yeah, I like that. I really like all the like you know save the dinosaurs kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the kind of person that Claire becomes, but I something that has bothered me about the newer films and it's because like I still watch the original Jurassic Park regularly. You know what I mean? Like I I saw it in the theater again recently within the last couple of months. And the thing about the first Jurassic Park is the T-Rex scene when it breaks out. And also like the scenes where Ellie is running from the velociraptor in the, in like the power shed, that shit is scary. It is, it's done very well and it is legitimately scary. And those two dinosaurs that are the scariest things in the first film are both good guys now. They're both like they're not scary anymore. The, the T-Rex is not scary anymore. The Velociraptors are not scary because fucking they're all trained and they're talking to you. And like, mm-hmm. that is the, that's the kind of stuff that bothers me. It's like yeah. when I, when I, I remember when the first trailer for Jurassic world came out and like, he's on the motorcycle, you know, riding with the velocir- Velociraptors. I remember being like, what the fuck? This is amazing. <laughs> but also, like you just, they just take the punch Right out of those dinosaurs Like they're not scary anymore
0: You know what's interesting to me is uh, Jurassic World Has grown uh, In a garden That I've planted in my soul <laughs> Sorry Let me start that sentence over What I'm Craig's saying is <laughs>
1: yes. uh,
0: What I'm saying is
1: I just sounded really excited for your stroke Oh <laughs> okay
0: i uh, like it with more and more with each viewing like i yeah, I think that yeah it, it, and i didn't expect that especially it's weird i got the saint you know what's weird you know what gives me hope
1: i like jurassic world because you never go off the island to unnecessary other stories and you're just there
0: what gives me a little glimmer <laughs> of hope for terminator dark fate and it's a tiny glimmer uh when the Jurassic World original trailers were out, <coughs> I thought they were awful. I was like, man, this looks, this is what this is what they came up with after all this time. This it looks bad. The special effects don't look great. Like, I, I thought it looked really cheesy. I remember the second trailer was a little bit better. But then when I saw the movie, I was like, okay, I get what they were going for. They, It had enough nostalgia to kind of like, feed that part of your appetite, but it it advanced the story. And I thought the characters were fine, but on repeat viewings, I I've liked it more and more. Mm -hmm. Um, is that going to happen with Terminator? I don't know. Uh, James Cameron said this week (laughs) that during, uh, during test screenings, people are like in tears by the end of the movie. Like, I'm like, yeah, Yeah, because they want to fucking leave.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Let me out of here. So confused.
0: (laughs) So anyways, um, I thought, um, I thought it was good, uh, Jurassic World, and I think Fallen Kingdom... I like...
2: Wait, listen. I like that we're having a Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom review <laughs> fucking two years after the movie came out Y'all or whatever. like it.
1: Uh, Relevant. Yeah. No, no, no.
0: Well, you okay. know, sometimes you got to revisit these things. It happens. Yeah. <clears> yeah. It yeah. happens. Yeah.
1: That was what my stress. <clears throat> my stress was. I had that, like... Excitement to My go back and revisit is that it.
0: Earlier, you left the yeah, house I know. to chase a cat down the
1: road. <laughs> I had real stress to like address in that moment, because um, I'm a caretaker, and yeah, so I thought that I was going to go back to uh, Fallen Kingdom and be like, it, it was going to be a, a fun experience because watching the Battle of Big Rock. I do like the
0: scene pumped. in the in the carrier with uh, Claire and. Owen, with, with the, the blood transfusion and the, with the t-rex yeah. and the t-rex yeah i enjoyed the that. thing it's about fun. Ju-
2: the thing the thing about jurassic world fallen kingdom is that there were multiple times that I, I i legitimately felt sad for things that were happening and that's that's a that's an emotion you don't usually feel in a jurassic park movie you might feel like wonder or you know you might be scared but like there was a lot of dinosaur deaths in this movie, and there's the brachiosaur scene, and there's the scene while the dinosaurs falling into the water, the stuff at the end when you think they're just gonna let those din like mm-hmm. I that scene made me so mad at Claire because she like has such a big you know, turnaround from the first movie to this one. And she, the whole movie, she's just constantly showing you that she will do whatever it takes to save these animals. And then it gets to the point where she's going to press the button and she just decides not to do it. And I'm like, well, that goes against every other thing. Mm -hmm. And I know that they do that because they think it's more impactful for the clone, uh, the, the girl. Yeah. To be the one pressing the button, but if that's the if that's what you want to do, you should do that in a way that it doesn't force your main character to go against the morals she's presenting for the entire rest yeah, of the film. Yeah, yeah. You don't
0: need a clone that I didn't like. I you don't need a fucking clone, human clone in this movie. They they mentioned at one point that some of the people in the auction are buying the dinosaurs to hunt them for sport. There's like fuck that. I want to know how. We, let's kill those people. I don't care about this clone. Mm. I don't know. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Anything else? Nah. I want to see some found footage of dinosaurs attacking hunters and clones. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I want to see more of that. Like, there's a there's an Instagram page I follow called uh, Nature Is Metal, mm-hmm. and all it is, it is just videos and pictures of things that happen in nature among animals. And a lot of it is is the it's kind of like the dark side. You know, it's like it's, you know, animals taking down prey or just like unfortunate thing. A lot of them are kind of hard to look at sometimes. It's one of those Instagram accounts where a lot of the pictures and videos are covered and you got to like click on it to uncover. It's just like a lot of gory or animals eating. other. It's just, you know, it's nature. Yeah. But the kind of things in that. Are like that last clip with the like pterodon snatching the bird out of the air, and that was the first thing I thought. Like I laughed really hard at that, but then I was like, "I'm gonna
0: tag nature as metal in this." No, that's great. <laughs> yes, we should rip that um, and just post it on Instagram and tag. It. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is this? They they don't follow. They're so into animals that they're like, "Pterodactyls are back." <laughs> um, well cool. Well Abby, thank you for that stress. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I think it was timely because of the the uh fallen Jurassic, rock. Jurassic Park stresses all Big rock.
1: Yeah, it's always it's it's Always uh relevant. I agree. Jake, me or you yeah. next, Buster. That's what I call
2: Oh we're going, me. we're going to meet we're going to meet next. We can.
0: I can do mine. Cool. Oh, oh go ahead you go ahead. Alright, so you both probably know <laughs> about me. Yeah. We do know about you, yeah.
1: I know all about you.
0: Um all right. I'm a toy collector. I love toys, love them more than anything. I literally love toys more than so many of my family members. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I just well because I, put hey, can you can you take that sound bite and put that in the new intro? <laughs> for show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Uh not immediate well anyways. Uh I'm a big toy collector. Obviously, I collect Ghostbusters. I collect Ninja Turtles. I've got in the last two years heavy into Star Wars, and then I dabble in a lot of other things. I've got Neca Horror. I've got Terminator. I've got Police Academy. I've got uh, Batman. I got all sorts of stuff. We do. We all do. We all like. We all have our main focuses, but then when there's always the stuff that's kind of. Maybe it's not your main focus, but it's fun to collect because you like the property, you like the toys, whatever. So uh, Hasbro is like killing it in all directions as far as toys go. Like Hasbro, obviously they just acquired the Ghostbusters line. They've had Star Wars forever. They do Transformers. They do G.I. Joe. They do My Little Pony. They do uh, basically every major toy brand besides – Masters of the Universe and Jurassic Park, Hasbro is in control of. And uh, Marvel. I, we can't forget Marvel Legends. It's one of the. We've, we could do a whole episode, Jake, stressing about how we don't collect Marvel Legends, but we want to. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just so. Uh, it's I like think a, about that every day of my life. Well, you might want to go to Walmart because the, the Marvel Legends line that is in like the vintage style packaging is all on clearance for $9 right now. Yeah. Jake just runs out like Abby did earlier.
1: Bye. (laughs) I set the precedent. Um,
0: So earlier this year, Hasbro acquired the license, or I guess they acquired the license last year, but they acquired the license to Power Rangers, which has been put out by Saban, right? Yeah, Saban forever. And Hasbro acquired the license, and they've got a couple different lines out. And their main line is called the Power Rangers Lightning Collection, which... If you're familiar with the Hasbro legend or uh, Marvel legends or star Wars, the black series, it's very similar six inch figures that covered the entire gamut of the power Rangers universe, all 20 spin-offs from starting in 1994, all the way till now. And each wave has five or six different figures in it. <clears throat> um, I've admired these figures from a distance and I've wanted to dabble in collecting them but there's been one thing kind of preventing me from going down that path. Money? Do, not money. Money's money's always an issue but that's not that's not what's preventing me. $20 price point not so bad. Jake, do you want to take a guess? Um, I think I know what it is. Well, don't spoil it. Make something yeah, up. We'll on. Make
2: something up. Um, you can't find them. Oh, no. I can find them. See,
0: it's not the oh, money. Okay. It's not God, that they're rare. What is it? <laughs> okay, It's that I'm not a very big Power Rangers fan. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> I, uh... Got it. Is that Ooh. why we were watching it last night?
0: Hold on. God, this is where this is going. So, I... Um, let's see. Power Rangers started like 93, 94. I was about 10 years old. If you remember, Power Rangers became very popular, very fast. But I was like a year past. It's like core audience. Like it's definitely when it came out was aimed at that six, seven, eight year old audience. And I went through my Ghostbusters phase. No, I didn't. I'm still in my Ghostbusters phase. <laughs> I'm still in my Ninja Turtles phase. But at that point, I was more into sports. I was more into Penny Hardaway mm. than the Green Ranger.
1: Mm, got it.
0: Okay? Yeah. I still was into Amy Jo Johnson.
1: Yeah, so was uh, <laughs> I. I think
0: everyone was. <laughs> she's great. Yeah, she's great. Um, but I wasn't a huge fan. I My brother was a huge fan. I... My brother had a lot of the toys. I admired them from a distance. I secretly wanted to collect them. I watched the show more than I would ever admit. I was telling Abby, when the White Ranger saga happened, I had to do yard work that day. We had a black and white TV in our garage, and I kept I kept telling my stepdad that I needed water, but I was secretly going to watch Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, And I never watched... Any of the other spin off series. I don't know anything about like Power Rangers Turbo or anything that came after it. But I made the decision that I liked and knew enough about the original series that it would be okay for me to collect the Power Rangers Lightning collection, but only get the figures from the original series. The only figures that are out from the original series so far are the White Ranger. Lord Zed, and the Pink Ranger, which just came out. And I think there's a two-pack with uh, Tommy and a putty, Green Ranger and a putty. Yeah. But I'm such a psychopath that I went to Walmart and I bought my White Ranger figure. And it is beautiful, and I do love it. It wasn't the money. I found it, Jake. You thought I couldn't find it, but I found it.
1: Mm-hmm. But you found it. Jake. I would
0: not allow myself to open it or display it until I watched at least five episodes of Power Rangers. I literally, to appreciate it. on Sunday, this okay. was my day Sunday. I set these rules for myself. So I watched the entire Green with Evil miniseries, which takes place during season one, where Tommy shows up and he's under the spell of Rita and he's a real asshole. Mm-hmm. But I like the Green Ranger, I like his gold. God, I don't know what it's called. Power thing. Vest. <laughs> I like his, his earring. His,
1: He's got an ear. Uh, I thought right? you were
0: going to talk about his flute <laughs> thing, No, I his love flute his knife. flute. I love it. I love when he summons his dragon sword And I watched, I actually watched eight episodes. And wow, big, I've true gone fan. from, hey, I've gone from <laughs> true fan. my rule of, well, I'm only going to collect the originals. Now I'm like, well, you know, I might as well just start buying all of them because I'm going to get into <laughs> everything. Mm-hmm. So at 35 you're years gonna old, you're going to God, I wonder how many
2: episodes there
0: are. Well, I'll just put it this of, way, of all of it. The first the first series is only 3 seasons, but each one has 60 episodes.
1: Fuck. <laughs> 60. Whoa. Yeah. Uh
0: That's crazy. So at 35 years old, I'm making I'm not I didn't casually stumble upon Power Rangers and say, whoa, I really enjoy this. I am,
1: intentionally. I am
0: intentionally forcing myself to like a show I've never liked that much in order to collect the toys and justify the That's purchases. Ridiculous. Get it. Is that the most yes-have-some podcast thing you've ever heard? That might be... Psychotic.
1: Yeah. It's like, let's
0: talk about it. Abby. What do is you think? Sadistic?
1: I, well, when it comes to power Rangers and me, I remember, um, getting at McDonald's, they had the little power coin like toys. And I remember getting one of those in my happy meal and like specifically like making fun of it with my brother, like Power Rangers, whatever. But then I would go and watch Power Rangers, like when nobody was home and like as much of it as I could, even though I knew it was kind of dumb. I just, I think it was entertaining. Um, So I don't really know how that relates to you necessarily, other than like, I understand <laughs> the toys are, I think it does actually, because the toys are fucking cool. The toys get are better for, than the show, I think. I get it for sure, because
2: especially like, it's also, I think part of it, Craig, is that, It's been kind of a long time coming because before these figures came out, there has there have been like remember right before Toys R Us closed down, they started coming out with like the mini helmets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, Mm -hmm. I remember having a conversation with you and we were like, these fucking Power Ranger helmets look amazing. And neither one of like, you know, neither one of us really cared, but we were both. Well, you know, here's the thing. We had a little bit of that reaction, and I think it's just been like building up inside of you since
0: then. Bandai has been making Power Rangers figures forever. And remember, they relaunched them with like the Legacy Collection uh, a couple years ago. And like the figures looked great and the props looked great. And it, it was all it always looked good, but it was so like like it was so it was kind of like with the the Marvel Legends things there's so much and so overwhelming and because we all have that collector's mentality that I was like well I'm scared to even buy one cuz I'll just go down you that don't know path where to
2: start. but I think yeah. because
0: this is Hasbro starting from scratch I don't want to go vintage with Power Rangers cuz I don't want to invest that much time and money yet it's gonna
1: happen. You will, yeah. Once you complete the line, yeah, we, you'll want but
2: right, that, right. But that's okay though, because right now you're at the beginning of the line. And when you start at the beginning as it's happening, it's just easier. It's yeah. easier. It's the so honeymoon phase. It's okay to go back and get like some of that Corkshire. old stuff later. Yeah. Right, so I'm excited. I Did you ex- did you ever have did you ever
0: have any of the old <laughs> Well, uh, so is that
2: like when you were a kid.
0: Well, here's the thing: i have never. I always hated Transformers, but Power Rangers had elements of Transformers with with the the Zords and the Megazords, and the original stuff is very cool. Mm-hmm. It I, my brother had, I think the electronic Megazord and a couple of the other ones. I don't. Oh God, I'm such. I don't know what the name of it is, but the one that looks like a combination of a brachiosaur and a turtle, whatever that one was, I really liked that one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Did you have them? I did. I had a, I had a
2: good number of them. Um, when When I first saw Power Rangers, I remember at first not liking it because I never, so like I remember the first time I watched it, The first half of the episode, I didn't care for it because I never really cared for just fighting back and forth. Like I was like, okay, whatever. But then as soon as the monster becomes giant, I was like, oh, this is now Godzilla territory. And then when the Zords come out and they're and they're all dinosaurs, I was like, okay, I'm into this. So I did buy the toys and I liked, dude, I watched Power Rangers and. And I remember going and seeing the movie. And after the movie, I stopped watching it because they get rid of all the dinosaurs.
1: Oh, right. Like they In the course over. of the
2: movie, they change and they don't have dinosaurs anymore. And then I was like, well, I'm done with this show. And I and I've never watched it since.
1: I respect wow. you for that. What
2: um,
0: about the reboot? Kind of turned my back on it. Yeah.
1: He oh, the movie. Of the dinosaurs you get of
0: Jake. <laughs> Hold on. He turned his yeah, back it. on Jason. He turned his back on Zach. He turned his back on <laughs> Billy, and he's not coming back. He turned his back <laughs> on Kimberly and treaty too. Uh-huh. Jake turned his back on those Power Rangers because they got rid of the dinosaurs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very good. Very good. You finished.
0: I know all their names, and I think I can name three of their real names.
1: I think you deserve a new toy from the line.
0: uh, Bye, guys. (laughs) Lord Zed. So, anyways, long story short, uh, I'm not a huge Power Rangers fan. Don't know if I'll ever be a diehard, but I do like these toys, Mm -hmm. and it's just fun to collect good figures. I admire toys. From an artistic yeah. point of view, and
1: it's fun to be in that honeymoon phase. Yeah. Like instead of the like whatever part of whatever relationship level you're in with Ghostbusters now, where you have to buy absolutely everything, it's been well, a nice. To be my happy. other
0: justification was: listen, this is Hasbro. That's Ghostbusters now. They're part of the team. Yeah, they need they need my purchase. <laughs> part, of <it. laughs> part of it, but it got me excited. We're gonna have to do an episode in a couple of weeks where we maybe like fantasy book. What the like if if Ghostbusters was to have a line similar to uh, the lightning collection or black series or Marvel legends. Like what would that look like? Like if wave one had four figures in it, what would those four figures be? Like, and if it covered all aspects of Ghostbusters, if anything was fair game. So GB one, GB two, real Ghostbusters, extreme Ghostbusters, the comics, the video game, answer the call. Like, I don't know if the market is there for it, but, if it was, we can really get an incredible line of figures and I hope we do. Yeah. Cool. All right. uh, Jake, ready for some stress? Yeah, I can, I can do some stress.
1: Cool, let's do um, it.
2: I, I was I was tattooing some people the other day,
0: and <laughs> did they want you to? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. You didn't surprise tattoo anybody, did This was a client, correct? No, this
2: was a client. Okay, uh, it then. was a client, and it was it was there were two people. They were together, and they were having a conversation. They were talking about like they started off kind of talking about books, and they were they were talking about Stephen King a little bit, which led them to start talking about. Uh, like seeing movies in the theater. They were talking about going and seeing it. And 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 one of them was like, oh, all right. So I'm trying to get into this. They started talking about, one of them made a remark where they said something about how they don't like going to the movies that often because they can't pause it. OK, and they okay. can't and they can't take breaks and they can't and they can't go out and like smoke. Oh, and I I got like I just got like annoyed with them out of nowhere. I didn't I wasn't I didn't say anything. I was tattooing them. I wasn't like, what are you talking about? But I, I was just listening. <laughs> but but in my in my in my mind, I'm like it kind of stressed me out because I think movies are like movies are made for you to sit down and, and watch in one sitting. I think, Okay. I I, I think it's different. I think it's different if you're having like a group of people over and you, and you want to have fun with your friends and watch a movie. I think that's different, but I think if there's a movie like it, chapter two or any movie that takes itself seriously, I think if you're not, I'm calling you guys out, by the way. Okay. This is me kind of calling you out a little bit. Here we go. Um, Here we go. I think if you do not sit, if you do not pay attention and you watch this movie all the way through, then you're not watching movies correctly. I'm sorry, but I know people do this. I know you guys do it sometimes where you'll you'll watch a piece of a movie for a couple nights in a row and that's whatever. It's your own, it's your own thing, whatever. But I feel like that can like,
0: (laughs) it's our own thing, but I just want to let you know you're watching movies the wrong way. You're doing it wrong. wrong.
2: But this is why, but let me tell you why. I think it's because like, if you're a, a movie, a movie is taking the time. It's taking like the effort to kind of put you in that world. And I think if you pause it or you walk out of the room and you miss something or you turn all your lights on and go and do something else and then come back to it, it's you're ruining all the work that's been done. And it kind of I feel like personally to me, that takes me out of the movie. If I got to pause a movie, I want to just start it over because it like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's like it's like it's like movie movies are it's magic. You know, it's magic movie making Watching a film, it's like the fact that you can watch a movie and feel, you know, sad about a character's death or happy about or just any any kind of emotion like that is magical. And when you're not giving a movie the proper like attention or you're putting it on and you're walking out or you're stuck to me, it's like. I, I gotta start over because that movie has spent all this time and now click, I'm back in the real world where other things are happening. And it kinda it, it to me, it just takes me out of it. You well, know what I, I mean?
0: Listen, I I kinda went through this over the weekend. I was after episode three of the uh Green with Evil uh um, Power <laughs> Rangers mini series, I actually dozed off for a while and I felt bad about mm-hmm. myself. Uh Jay, yeah. I okay. Okay.
1: No, I see your point. No, two so things. I was going to make a concession that sometimes when there are other things that are distracting in life, it can be hard to finish a movie in one sitting, at least for me.
0: I think that there is nothing better in life than the experience of going to a movie theater. Yeah. Turning off your phone, sitting down, worrying that every single person that sits near you is going to be talking. <laughs> Because it's a goddamn epidemic, it doesn't matter anymore. Everybody talks to the theater. It sucks. Like it, ha- like it actually bums me out because there's sometimes when I want to go to a movie and like, like there, Last time, what was a movie? It Chapter Two. I had to listen to the woman to the left of me the entire time talk about how she wasn't comfortable. She kept <laughs> I, uh, leading over her to her husband, "I'm not comfortable."
2: I don't have that issue as much in Valdosta, you know, but that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. But let me tell you, um I have learned to be not so nice to people who talk in a movie theater. How do you do
0: it? Like hey, I, the only thing worse for Jake than talking, us? the only thing Jake if he leans over and you're talking, he'll say something, but if you fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> I do
2: no like. I think like when you when you go to a movie theater, like you're paying a lot of money to to be there to watch a movie for the first time. Like it is to me, move like watching movies is important. You know, like it's what it's what we base this podcast on, you know what I mean? Like it's a big part of my life and it's an important thing and movies, you know, Steven Spielberg and JJ Abrams and fucking Stanley Kubrick. They're not fucking spending years of their lives making these wonderful like pieces of art so we can fucking walk out of the room halfway through or smoke during it or talk during it or complain about something. You know what I mean? Like, show some fucking respect and shut your mouth when you're in a movie theater. And I will tell people that at hey, this Jacob, point
0: from, mm-hmm. I want you to make this speech to the, to the movie theater as a whole before the next movie. we yes. see. Yes. I'll just stand On up and do it. On behalf of the, the director. Hey, uh, yeah. you're bringing this out Jacob Star Bulls. Wars. Keep your fucking mouth shut. On behalf of Stanley Kubrick. I, I don't even, I don't even
1: like people who The work he applaud, has put like, into this film.
2: Whenever, I don't like when we when I went and saw Avengers, uh, the last Avengers that came out. Um, there's a lot of like applauding for certain moments. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But also I'm missing like the next line because people well, can't be quiet. Like it's not. What about I laughing? know it's like a what?
0: <laughs> Can we laugh? Here's the thing. No, about,
2: here's don't the thing. do it. I don't want to hear any noise. <laughs> here's the, thing about here's a the
1: solution. We make a personal theater. And we get movies shipped to us. No, we- I think,
2: listen, I okay. think like, yeah, okay. sure, laughing or whatever. All of that is fine when it's appropriate. But people don't know how to be appropriate in movie theater. Like you just said, Craig, people will talk at full volume. They will complain. Like, whatever. If, if I'm in a movie theater and somebody wants to walk out and miss part of their movie, I don't give a fuck. But I mm-hmm. don't want to listen to people talking during it. Mm-hmm. Um, this stress has moved on to a separate thing because – I was stressed out because it just like, to me, I can't fathom like just shutting a movie off halfway through. And I think like some movies it doesn't matter. You know, not every movie is like, you know, you might put like something silly on and it's like if you want to pause it or whatever, it's fine. But if you're watching like a serious movie for the first time, if it's something you're looking forward to or something that specifically is like creating some fantastical world or something, like I feel. Like, you should just do that movie the service of watching that movie. Like,
0: you know what, Jake? I really I love this. This is like a passionate mm-hmm. like p- plea. I like that in the, in the course of a podcast where I just admitted to collecting Power Rangers toys, even though I don't like Power Rangers. <laughs> I got to hear Stanley Kubrick did spend <laughs> years of his life making wonderful pieces of art for you to be talking. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I it's
2: it. just I just it just I just I couldn't think of like when I go see, you know, like a Quentin Tarantino movie or whatever. It's like I just want to be in that movie. Yeah. You know, I just want to sit there and I want to enjoy insane. every yeah. fucking second of it. Um, so it stresses me out when I okay. know people are just like, let's shut this off.
1: And Uh, you are not the average person, unfortunately. Because people go, I do tend to. We we
0: do tend to start with like being busy people, working full time jobs, and caring for six cats, and Mm -hmm. podcasting, and editing, and video, all this shit. We tend to start our wind down time fairly late, so sometimes we don't start a movie till ten or ten thirty, and. I think specifically what happened last week. I want to. You know what? What? (laughs) First time ever. How
1: tired we get.
0: (laughs) First time ever. Second stress. And guess what? You're both in my fucking (laughs) crosshairs right now. We're in your stress list. Here it is. I am a big fan of the John Wick universe. I unfortunately missed John Wick three in theaters. And I had been planning on watching it. I did not purchase it on digital because I wanted to own the Steelbook because I like them. I very much was looking forward to watching John Wick Three. We picked up the Steelbook. We had dinner. We 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 were Abby and I were ready to roll. We're gonna watch John Wick Three. I was very tired and I did fall asleep about twenty five minutes into the movie that I was looking forward just, to watching. You're
2: just proving my point, right? So now.
0: So my first, this is my first stress. I wake up the next day and see that in our group text where there's three people, Abby and Jake have carried on a conversation without me about how fucking lame I am that I fell asleep. And I should, should have known asleep. this happened because...
2: God, I'm so excited. I'm such a big fan of this uh, this series. I love it so much. Let me put it on when I know I'm just going to fall asleep in the Dude, middle of
1: it. Dude, you I, have some respect... I don't get it. ...for Keanu it. and the man who directed those movies that I don't know his name. <laughs> I...
0: You know when you doze off on the couch and every now and then you kind of wake up and like... Quickly observe what's happening around your surroundings and you fall yeah. right back. Asleep. Yeah, it
1: happened last night. Oh, we were watching Power Rangers.
0: <laughs> so, like, I, find, mm. I do remember at one point waking up and kind of opening one eye and just hearing like the Mario Kart music blasting. And I was just like, <laughs> this is a John Wick. Just shut it <laughs> off. <and started laughs> <playing Mario Kart. laughs> so, anyways, I did not enjoy. Yeah, uh, there's nothing worse than when you wake up to a group text that you've made when it says you've got like 40 missed messages. You're like, fuck. Oh,
2: so we're like, we're not
0: allowed to well, talk to each other if so Craig's asleep. Is that what you're saying?
1: You don't want extra talking? I, when you're not part of
0: it? I want to regulate everybody's no conversations. I,
1: I think that movie theaters should have cubicles or like some sort of a personal space that separates you from the next person.
0: I'm going to screw both you guys over. Okay. I'm going to put up a podcast episode next week that you're neither one of you going to be on.
1: Nope. But you technically neither Jake or I could do that, so I guess. Yeah. That yeah. I'm just
0: gonna cut all of your parts out. It's just gonna be me.
1: I'm just gonna put my phone number on the Yes Have Some uh, Facebook, and then I'll have people call me.
0: That is yeah, good game. idea.
1: Oh, that's a terrible. <laughs> yeah,
0: fun, real fun game.
1: <laughs> Fuck that game. Uh,
0: Jake, listen. Yeah, I cannot imagine the pain and duress you were going through when somebody told you that they don't, like, go to the theater because they can't smoke, take smoke breaks. <laughs> I imagine yeah. that is a direct assault on, like, your entire being. So I'm sorry that you had to go through that. <laughs> it's I actually I just agree think, with you. Know, you.
2: I, I just, I mean, if it, if it's, like, if it doesn't bother other people to shut a movie off and, like, I mean, obviously you guys do it and whatever, it's fine. You start movies late. But, like, if it doesn't bother you guys, then it's then it's fine. I'm just saying, like, personally for me, I feel it would just bother me. I just could I, I would either I just couldn't do it. I would have to stay in that place, like watch the movie no matter what. I won't like I when when I go to the movie theater, I don't like drink anything during the day because I don't want to have to like pee during the movie. I want to make sure that I can yeah. s- just like sit there and enjoy it because it it bothers me. Like it just takes me out of the movie and I don't want to be taken out of the movie.
1: Yeah. I'm conscious of that. I don't That's like all. to drink stuff on the day of a movie. And when I'm in a movie watching it in the theater, I don't like to take a break and walk out. Um, but yeah, when it comes to watching at home, my style is kind of like take a pause and yeah, but I understand to each his own and good for yeah. some, not for you kind of a thing. So I, I, I like, do yeah. you
0: like the idea. Like if, if Jake is, it's a two hour movie and Jake's an hour and 57 minutes in and the power goes on, he's like, gotta restart it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Jake's I will.
0: Like, Jake's like, guess what? It's not a laughing don't give a fuck. Yeah.
1: It's not
0: it's not funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you guys are laughing about.
1: It's, Stanley Kubrick worked really hard on is that. It's
0: not funny. That's my stress. I just... Um, no, that's real. That's like a it. good stress, psycho. Uh, no. Here's the thing. Jake's I'm relationship with movies is... I like
1: how this week's stress, we all targeted each other. Yeah,
0: Jake's <laughs> kind of <laughs> sort of remind me of... Jake reminds oh, God, me of... I hate
1: Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom.
0: Jake reminds me of Jim Carrey in the Cable Guy. <laughs> he's Just <like>, a little. <laughs> yeah, but he's Chip Douglas. You don't understand. <laughs> the future is now. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, it's good. That felt hey, good. Cable Guy yeah. is great. Cable Guy is. Cable great.
1: Guy is great, mm-hmm. and I've That's watched the movie.
0: first half of that movie so many times.
1: Yep. <laughs> the first twenty minutes. There for it.
0: Um. Well, cool. So that was some good stress. We covered a lot of ground. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we wrap up, I did want to remind everybody to join us on Patreon. Yes, Have Some's Patreon community is growing by leaps and?
1: Bounds. And? Numbers. Sure. Stars.
0: It's growing by stars. Uh, All the stars are signing up. Kim Kardashian is officially a patron. Huge fan. And other stars I can't think of. Mm -hmm. We do bonus episodes every single month. We got two to three bonus episodes a month. We did one last week. We even put a preview up on our main feed, so check that out if you're not on our Patreon feed to kind of get an idea of what we're doing. $5 down gets you complete access to the entire Yes Have Some bonus archive, and if you want to check it out, you're going to go to patreon.com slash some. It's a lot of fun, and I love that community. Love that we can do extra content, and like I keep saying, we're going to keep doing more. We we got we we've got some big projects coming up that's uh, allowed us to upgrade some of our video equipment.
1: We might be pausing our movies, but we're not pausing our podcast. We're moving forward. That's true. Hey, oh, I like I like that's. That's cute. Thank That's you. Cute. Thanks. I, I thought of it just now, guys. Thank you. <laughs> um,
0: so if you want to get in on that, like I said, $5 down, get you complete access. We've been doing this over a year. There's over 30 bonus episodes already on the feed. Plenty of entertainment for you. And uh, we're going to be covering in depth some horror movies, some new and old Coming up on the bonus episodes, Abby. What are you laughing I'm at? I'm just
1: thinking about how funny it'd be if Jake could release the podcast with like a non-pause function, so that people can't pause. It.
0: <laughs> people can't pause the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to
1: through,
2: through. It's like it's like Hellraiser. To- it's like Hellraiser. It's like the puzzle box pulls you out. It's like you're not allowed to move until you finish the puzzle. Oh yep. My God. Sorry. Oh, if-
1: fuck. I Hellraiser got- on my list. Of Sorry, the fast
0: forward feature has been disabled for this show. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, join us on Patreon, it's a lot of fun. And Abby, what are some of the horror movies we're going to be covering on our bonus Dude, episodes? You uh, made a list.
1: I got a short list. Well, it's actually Killer Clowns is an obvious uh choice. I want to watch that real soon. Um, I wanted to watch that last year after going through the Scare Zone at Halloween Horror Nights. But I have I haven't seen any of the Universal monster movies minus Creature from the Black Lagoon. And I was just looking up the list of like the full list and there are so many. There's like Abbott and Costello ones that I don't know shit about. I was looking up like uh, forums to find out which ones were recommended to watch first and in what order. So, Jake, if you have any suggestions, shoot them to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I might put a, something in group therapy to try to like organize my actual list.
2: Basically, for- like, basically, if you're wanting to do those movies, I would just stick with like the core, like Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, Mummy, Creature. Okay. Like those so not, are the like.
1: Not the pillow of death.
2: No, 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 no! All that there, the there's, there's a hundred of them. But yeah. like, you, you just want to stick to those, like, main, you know, five or six that are the, like, the ones that everybody, like, those are the big Core. ones.
0: Mommy, um, I really like the Abbott and Costello well, ones. You Used to watch Abbott and Costello every weekend when I was a kid.
2: <laughs> those movies are legitimately good. Those They're Abbott and Costello, are, like, They're
0: meets the. One. Those are good. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll get there. We're gonna cover Next a lot of Halloween.
1: Ground. Texas
0: Chainsaw Massacre, you've never seen
1: that? Yeah, that's on my list. I've never seen Hocus Pocus. Dude, I'm, Jessica
0: Biel's awesome in that movie. Uh, Stop it, Craig. Hocus what? Pocus is amazing. Is it? Can't Hocus wait. Pocus is very good, yeah. Okay,
1: well, that's that's one I'm really excited so, to watch. Is that on our list? Yes. For okay. those of
0: you who are new to the podcast or haven't been listening to that light. long, um, we kind of do this every year. Abby was kind of homeschooled and more of a-
1: cons- Very, very homeschooled.
0: She was very homeschooled.
1: I went to church for something called Trunk or Treat on Halloween, which was like- hey, the church
0: was, was in her house. <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: It, it, it wasn't good. So yeah, I didn't watch any scary movies, and I like to do right. it during so, Halloween. Yeah,
0: so every year we kind of do uh, like an education of horror movies. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, let's watch Nosferatu.
1: Okay. Okay. All right.
2: Cool. Is that a That's silent good. film? Uh, the original is yeah.
1: Oh, good luck. We're pausing that after the first five minutes. <laughs> hey, this fucking
0: vampire won't say a damn word. Hey,
2: I saw I saw Nosferatu in a historic theater in maybe Americus, Georgia, and they had a uh, one of those big like old pipe organs like built into the place, That's and cool. somebody like played
1: oh. the
2: organ through the entire movie. It was amazing.
1: Fuck, dude. Every theater should have an organ. I like that. A lot. I love organs.
0: (laughs) The guys play the organ and Jake's like,
1: shut the fuck up. Shut Shut up. up. (laughs) It's a silent movie. Show some respect.
0: (laughs) Hey, take a break, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Your parents aren't going to love you anymore just because you can play the organ during Nosferatu. (laughs) Um, Cool. Hey, social media. Yes, Have Some podcasts. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. And you can download the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere that a podcast is available. So follow us at YHS Podcast. And please join our official discussion group, Facebook. Yes, Have Some Group Therapy. Abigail Gardner. Yeah. Let them know how they can get there.
1: Hey, man, it's easy. All you do is log into Facebook, search for Yes, Have Some Podcast, find our page, give it a like, then scroll down and you will see Yes, Have Some Group Therapy pop up as an option. Click it. Ask to join myself. Jake or Craig will accept you immediately. And from there, you can post everything that you're stressing about, what uh, scary movies you want to see, like what scary books you're reading, Stephen King stuff, what toys you're collecting. You can throw in on Craig's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, Forced Addiction, and whatever else we're talking about on Oh, I like that. Yeah. Forced no Addiction. Memes. <laughs> no memes. No memes. No, no memes. memes. Okay. Unless, Anna, unless it's of us, and then maybe DM us first, and then we'll post it and take the credit.
0: Yes. Cool. We would love to take your credit. Cool. We liked Forced Addictions. (laughs) Tell us what you're addicted to that you forced yourself to get into. It's like when I like, I hate college football, but there was a couple years I was just, I'm just going to learn a lot about it because everybody else I know likes Mm. it. And then finally I was like, fuck it.
1: Yeah, I did that with Dave Matthews band. (laughs) The guy. And I was like, I don't like this.
0: (gasps) (laughs) Jake, did you ever go through a Dave Matthews phase? No, I have not. Don't. Could you name one Dave Matthews song?
2: Um oh yeah there's that one The cra- is that what it's called Buna, bina,
1: bina, 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 bina. is that one no I don't know alright
0: listen we had a lot of fun thank you for joining us please go to yes have some group therapy and let us know
1: Trippin' Billy's. not
0: it <laughs> what let us know what you your favorite you Dave Matthews song is it's a Dave
1: Matthews band song. and
0: then um, oh by the way I knocked over all of my NECA Ninja Turtles figures the other day
1: <laughs> I, I
0: was on the phone with Jake when it happened I think <laughs> And uh, because I like to, because me and Jake are like teenage girls, and I when I rearrange my figures, (laughs) I call him like when you're doing a makeover. Also on Sunday,
2: (laughs) this past Sunday, Craig called me seven times. I think, (laughs) and it was like it was just like, hey man, what's up? What are you doing? I'm like nothing. Dude. Like we would just get into conversations or whatever, but it was just like we were both bored. Yeah. Yeah. We talk a lot
0: on the phone. We do.
1: Yeah, really <laughs> and Craig picked up some really great chairs, and that kind of sparked the whole like. Jake the suggested
0: that we just start recording all of our phone conversations and post them on we Patreon. Yeah. I think we should. Well, I think we should because I think it was it was either Saturday night or
2: Sunday or or one of those days like just unprompted. We we, we were just having like a normal phone conversation, and all of a sudden we started talking about like the implications of the dark night. Trilogy on the DC universe and like yeah. just all this weird shit and I was like, wait, this would have been amazing on the show. Yeah,
1: we should. Yes, everything we say is important and should yeah. be recorded. Exactly, that is what we're saying. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel. All right,
0: all right. that's it. Everything we say is important. That's what we should have named the podcast.
1: I don't think I really
0: did much of it. Like I think people were expecting me to go nuts on Dan Aykroyd impression this week. but No, he did it. He did he's it. All,
1: we're all saturated. He did it a couple times.
0: Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is like
1: – Well, Dan Aykroyd did his own Dan Aykroyd.
0: Yeah, Dan – I can't out – Dan Aykroyd out Dan Aykroyd me this week. Yeah. And also, a new name. He's no longer Uncle Dan. He's Dad Aykroyd. Oh. Dad, That's what uh, I'm going to call Dad him Aykroyd. now. Because he's Dad really – the father of this. Yeah. Hey, will somebody start like a change.org petition or maybe like a GoFundMe to get Dan Aykroyd on the podcast? We got to make it happen. Yeah. A GoFundMe. Yeah. I will buy yeah. all the crystal head vodka from the waters of Newfoundland. Yes. And I will why, why hasn't he been on? I can't understand. Yeah. Oh, well we won the perdexo.
1: It's all, it's all happening in my daydreams and fantasies at least I'm like Finn Wolfhard and Dan Aykroyd are gonna be on the show
0: there's no way Finn Wolfhard's a great interview though
1: dude I don't care Just get, imagine the eyeballs you will get if you get Finn Wolfhard it's insane
0: <laughs> we, no, ste- I, we I don't steal care. his eyeballs <laughs> no, we see the world through his eyes dude. fucking jeepers creepers literally. dude
1: that was a creepy statement jeepers but creepers so.
0: hey would you get Finn Wolfhard's peepers? bye <laughs>